Welcome to What Do We Just Read. I'm Justin, and every week my best friend Maya and I try to push the other out of their genre comfort zone. This week we discuss the second half of The House in the Cerulean Sea by T.J. Klune, a book that Maya and I thoroughly enjoyed for the story, the characters, and just about everything else. Maya and I get very spirited at some parts of this episode, so please mind your ears. We hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome back to part eight of nine in our <laughs> in our house on the cerulean sea uh episode great <laughs> love that for us that was it that was the <laughs> that whole was, that was the intro justin just spent so long just like mm, i don't know how to start the episode <laughs> off i gotta be something it's gotta be something good and that's what he went with mm-hmm. i know i told you because you were worried because justin was like i'm it's not going to be good. And I was like, whatever you do is going to be great. And I'm sorry that I li- that y- I lied to you. I, can- I cannot <laughs> believe it. I cannot. I wanted to support you, but what I should have done was to tell you to do better. <laughs> you can find us at... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I like how we start every podcast without just being like, well, podcast's over. We're not friends anymore. <laughs> well, podcast. Yep, it's over. <laughs> The podcast is done. Turns out we hate each other. That's the secret. <laughs> That's the secret to a successful podcast. You have to hate just, your co-host. Yeah, you just can't like each other at all. Mm-mm. And that's okay. Did you do anything interesting this week? What's our banter? Banter me. Uh, I, in fact, did not do anything interesting this week. Actually, what did I do this week? Yeah, I didn't do anything uh, super exciting. I basically chilled out the entire weekend. Uh mm-hmm. Sunday, I like slept all day. I was just oh. so worn out, worn out Sunday. I don't like. I don't know why. Also, my sleep pattern has just been destroyed. Did you not follow my? Was that last week? That my? Did you not follow your own <laughs> advice from like two episodes ago? I I it's not me. I go to sleep on time, but ever since I moved back in with my parents, for some god awful reason. I wake up every morning at like 5.30 to use the bathroom, and then I just can't go back to sleep. I don't feel bad for you because that's my that's always my reality is I wake up at like 6 a.m. I wake up like an hour before my alarm goes off just to pee. It's god awful. I hate it so much. You should look into – you should like figure out like what Diapers. time you're going to bed. <laughs> no. You should look into what – <laughs> you should look into what time you're going to bed because yeah. it's possible that your like a sleep cycle is about an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. So that like that when it gets to that like hour and a half mark is when you, your body starts trying to like come out of REM sleep a little bit, I think. And so you should see if you're if, if 5 a.m. is like an hour and a half mark for you and maybe adjust your sleep like when you go to bed accordingly. You might need to go so to bed should... a little bit earlier or a little bit later to try and balance. I mean, I usually. I'm usually in bed around like ten something, and then I don't go to sleep until maybe like mm. eleven, eleven thirty. What time are you trying to wake up? Seven forty-five. Mm. I would look into it, and maybe give yourself like fifteen minutes because I think it takes like fifteen minutes to fall asleep. Look into it. Try and see if that if that changes anything. Or uh, I sometimes will go in cycles where like I'll take like I basically call it doing like a round of like Zequil or melatonin. Yeah. Where, like, I'll just for, like, however long the bottle lasts, like a week or so, uh, yeah, yeah. I'll just take Z-Quil, and that'll usually, like, my body will be like, oh, yes, this is what sleep is supposed to be like. <laughs> but, like I said, it hasn't, 
it it never happened until last month when I moved back in with my parents. And it's very strange. It's because you're, you know, your environment changes. And so you're not quite used to it. So when your body wakes up from where I'm asleep, it's like, where am I? Oh, my God. Oh, uh, 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 pee, pee. Well, when you're That's... awake and your body's like, well, I have to pee now that I'm awake. I hate it. So. I hate it. All right. So the the only option is to just stay awake until 530 and then get an hour of sleep. I and feel like I gave you an option. <laughs> <laughs> I gave you two, actually, things that you can do either separately or you can use them in tandem. Neither one of those was not sleeping. It's not what I heard. So what did you do this week? We, this weekend, um, I got to go do a little bit of shopping. We had to go to the store for something. Mm-hmm. Oh, we had, so we, we moved in together, oh, I guess it was like almost four years ago at this point, because it was, no, I guess, no, I guess it's three years. Uh, when we moved in together, we had a set of cups. And yes. I guess it was four years. Anyway, doesn't matter. We got a set of cups, and <laughs> the we I want to say it was a set of eight, maybe six to eight cups. We have yeah. one left. Nice. So we went to go buy some new cups. Hell yeah! Because we have I love like kitchenware stuff. Uh, my husband's very particular about his dishware. Mm-hmm. Like when we went shopping for like knives and forks and spoons and things like that, he doesn't want them to be too big. Which I yeah. guess is fair, because sometimes, like, the small fork will be, like, the size of, like, a big fork anyway. Uh, and also, <laughs> he likes his cups to be fairly wide-mouthed and tall, because he, like, when he he chugs water. He doesn't just, like, sip water. When he gets a glass of water, he, like, fills it up to the brim and then chugs it. When he fills up water, it terrifies me every time. Because he it, takes he- it right to the cusp. He takes it as close as possible to the cusp. It's insane. It's and he doesn't spill it. False. He's a very messy drinker, mostly because I've he's never chugging. seen him spill it. You I've should, never seen him. You should look at his mouth afterwards. His <laughs> beard will just be like damp. Like I don't even let him kiss me after because it's just like, why is your face wet? Because he just chugged an entire cup of water. So, Get out. I'm recording. You can't just come in here. <laughs> so I'm leaving we that had in. To get, yeah. So we had to get cups because we have like a set. Of, we got a set of like four cups, but they're like kind of squarish. Mm-hmm. Um, but they are like thick, thick walled. And yeah. then we have a set of thick walled, but like really tiny, like small drinking glasses. And those are not good. So we got a set of like, <laughs> they're like pub glasses. They're like 20 ounces. Yeah. So we went to we went to Target to go do that and, and and buy some other things, which was exciting for me because I love to purchase shit. Same, I like spending money. Nice. I got a new lamp for my uh, so I can when I do my nails, I have good lighting because the back of my den for some reason the lamp the light back there is horrific. So yeah, that's what I did this weekend, and then um, I spent today's Wednesday, I believe, mm-hmm. on last Thursday. I decided that every night uh, at 7 o'clock, which it is right now, so my alarm went off, is I'm going to go for a walk for 30 minutes because I'm trying to like yeah. you know, be healthier. Except for tonight, like you said. I missed the first two days just 
completely forgot. So then I set a reminder <laughs> on my phone. And so, of course, it like rained in the evenings. Yeah. For the next few days. Of course. And so today when I got home, I was like, look, let's go for this walk. And so we we went on a nice jaunt. Nice. Put on, I, I, I tried to be very, uh, I tried to disconnect was mm-hmm. my goal. So I put on a podcast. I put on one of my favorite podcasts. This podcast will kill you so I could learn something. Nice. And then I set a timer on my phone for 20 minutes. And when that timer went off, that was when I was like, okay, let's start heading back. Because I didn't want to like set it for 15 because like you sometimes walk back faster than you mm-hmm. g- start. All the time, in fact. Yes. So It's the same with driving. Like if you go somewhere really far away, it takes way longer to get there than it does to get back. Yes. So on the way back, so we just listened to the podcast. So I didn't even like look at my phone. I just like turned my podcast on, put it in my fanny pack. And then we just went on a nice little quick jaunt around our neighborhood for 30 minutes and it was a it was a good time and we let doc we didn't we didn't put doc away when we went on our walk we're doing small small freedoms because he's not to be trusted with (laughs) he really wants to hop on counters he's been really really raring for it he tried to hop on uh he normally goes on the island counter but he tried to like hop on the i think he did hop and then manny yelled him down uh one of our like outer perimeter counters. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. He's just been very like curious lately and it's like, hey, stop that. Also what wants a, to eat all what, our food. <laughs> what a naughty boy. I had pizza yesterday. And Jinx oh, tried to get where? all up in my pate. Uh from Pizza. Hut. It was just, you know. Oh. It wasn't like super fancy pizza. <laughs> <laughs> but Jinx tried to get all up in my plate. And I'm like, you you can't have this. This is not cat food. They're so, I don't know what his deal is. If he's been, like, I posted a video on my personal socials. Maybe I'll try and, like, share it. Uh, but he tried to, like, hop onto the, like, he hopped up on my desk. I was eating dinner in advance of last week's yeah. podcast. And he hopped up on my desk and was trying to get all of my potatoes. And I was like, you can't have potatoes. Get away <laughs> from me. He wants potatoes. He wants potatoes. So, yeah, that's 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 what I was doing. Just let him have freedom. I want him to have freedom, but I also, like, don't want him on my counters in places where I cook food. That's fair. Like, even if I, like, wipe them down beforehand, it's still, like, can we not? Yeah. I understand. (laughs) I get that a thousand percent. So, yep. There's my banter. Don't wear it out. (laughs) Don't wear it out. I'm going to say that was was pretty good banter. Look at us. I feel like I talk a lot. I'm always worried. I'm like, damn, I'm talking too much. Let me know, guys. Send us an email. Tell me if I'm if I need to shut up. I f- you, I feel like I'll block you. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like every time we record, you're like, I feel like I'm talking too much, and I'm like, nah, it's fine. Like you're good. <laughs> like you it's, don't have to worry. It's one of the things that I'm like. It's just one of those things that I'm like, that is my insecurities, you know? I'm like, damn, am mm-hmm. I dominating? I mean, nah, you're fine. Well, that's because you love me. I think you're biased. You need to have someone who hates women tell me if I'm talking too much. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, the person that hates women that's listening to this podcast, if mm-hmm. you can email us and let yeah. us know if Maya is talking too much, and then we can block you from everything that we are, uh, are part of. Yeah, I don't uh, know 
God, you know, maybe this is your first episode listening. This is episode. First and last, really. I made so many mistakes. <laughs> what? what I was going to say it's the 13th episode. And then I just realized that I have. I put episode 12 for the last episode. Yeah. Oh, yikes. Also, we were just talking about this. <laughs> also, I did it. I corrected you and then I did it. I know. That's what I was saying. And also, then <laughs> I, I think it got corrected on like Spotify and stuff like that. But I made a mistake mm-hmm. and I didn't put a – I put C by. Like C by <laughs> as one word. <laughs> so I had to go to correct it. I just had to make another fucking correction. This is the worst. Amazing. Anyway, if this is your first episode, I don't know how you like – I mean, I, I'm assuming this is their first episode because – why would they have listened to an episode if they hate women? Because I yeah exactly, and <laughs> also like very social justice minded. So, but also, why would you come to part seven of episode <laughs> thirteen? Part seven of, of episode, episode nine. <laughs> yeah, part episode. <laughs> why would you just skip all these episodes just to come here? Yeah, why would you come to women? part two? Yeah, women. part two of episode nine. Why would I you? Check the and make sure that it updated to <laughs> that it episode thirteen. I'm so upset. <laughs> like, ah, <laughs> oh, this shit pisses me off. Off, a w f off. God, I was going too fast. It's okay. Sometimes you just gotta slow down. Oh, also, we had um, shout out to Rachel. I don't know if you saw her tweet, but she tweeted to us because uh, about when I my, the the social media post for the last episode. Yeah. <laughs> and she was like, "I guess you guys liked liked the book because I tagged, you know, I I I tagged T.J. Klune." <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Easter egg." Typically, if we like a mm. if we, I mean, I feel like we've only ever had like one or two books that we didn't like. Yeah. And. I Haruki Murakami is like, I don't want to say he's old, but yeah, I think I think they said that um, we said it a lot. Yeah, but I think they said that Norwegian Wood is like his most autobiographical book. So I think he might have been born in like the forties. I think he's like oh yeah. So like I don't think he has Twitter or Instagram. He an old man. (laughs) (laughs) He old. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. He's born. He's seventy two years old. I'm not. I'm not too. Oh, I mean, I wow. could have tagged, but I, don't know he, I, I didn't even look. I think I read that before I posted about it, and I was like, "There's no oh, reason for me to even was, look up." Yeah, there's no reason for me to do <laughs> this. Twitter. What's he gonna do? Share? Hey, about, he's like, oh, podcast. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> I just want to come right out and say it. Right. <sighs> I know. When we recorded. Getaway Girl. Mm-hmm. I said Getaway Girl was my favorite book to date. I want to rescind that. This is my favorite book to date. I don't know why you have to rescind it. Because I'm giving this book the top spot. Getaway Girl is getting pushed down. Oof. Did you not enjoy okay. this book? 
Oh, I did. I thought it was great. You know, this I was going to say that phenomenal. I think I wish that we could start. <laughs> it's like I wish we could start every book. <laughs> the level of investment that I already had. Because, you know, like we normally like talk about how books take a while to like build up. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. Makes it dry, especially because like we're both like lazy and procrastinate. But this one, <laughs> yeah. like, I already like was invest. I was like already bought in, and so yeah, like reading, I was it went so fast. Yeah. <laughs> it was so good. Yeah, I loved it oh, so much. I also wanted to say, uh, Camille, um, what is it, Camille Baker? Yeah. Yeah, she she listened to our episode, which is like. She Let's said it was go. good, and she like liked it, and she was like laughing and thought it was great. And I was like, "Stop it! You're gonna make Justin cry." <laughs> Stop it! <laughs> You're gonna make me cry. <laughs> Specifically, me. This is. I wonder if our, I wonder if people who know us could tell that I that I do the social media post. I try not to be like too. I try to make it sound like it's both of us, but like I'm pretty no, sure it probably don't. comes through that I do. Like, I don't do, like, Justin and I. I always do, like, Justin and Maya and things like that. I'm trying, you know, not have things, like, just be. But I, I, I wonder hey. if people could tell. But Yeah, they probably can. Mostly because, you know, you just I feel like you're more articulate than I am. Oh, thanks. That's a microaggression. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I... <laughs> you can find us at... Uh... <laughs> Okay, that wasn't a microaggression. But yeah, that is not a thing you should normally say to like uh, people of color because it's like, I think it was like one of my professors uh, when I went to, when I was in, at Xavier, she was talking about how a white professor had, we went to an HBCU, so like largely black campus. And she was talking about how a white professor was doing like a, What's it called? Like a, re- a re- not a referral, a uh, recommendation hey, letter yeah. for a black student. And he was like, he was like, yeah, she's like super articulate. And my teacher had to be like, why wouldn't she be? She's a senior in college. Like, that is not a, com- that's like, not, that's not a compliment. Especially at this level. Like, take that out. Don't do that. Anyway. You use words better than me. Hey. I mean, I had not one, but two mistakes. I would have had 47. <laughs> hey, be, feel better about yourself. I want Spotify to, like, refresh. Because I... Because what? Because I want to make sure that it updated to say that it's episode 13 and not episode 12. This it is, is so episode 12 in my heart. This is so upsetting. Anyway, yes, it updated on Apple, so... Cool. So what's the what's the dealio, buddy? I don't even know how to like <laughs> go into it because we've never done a part two. Where we left off a, last, right? Yeah, do you want to do like a quick like refresher of the first half of the book? Sure. Where we left off last, right? Uh we met Linus Baker. He is a uh, caseworker for Dykemy, which is the department uh, in charge of magical youth, which is basically uh, the what? What's the fuck? What's the thing in Harry Potter? What's it called? The Ministry of Magic. <laughs> I my brain just completely shut off for two seconds. You got it. <laughs> um, and he is a very like 
reserved person. He's basically very much in the background. And then he gets chosen by extremely upper management to go check uh, on a house that is on an island that is full of different magical children, one of them being the Antichrist. (laughs) And basically just it's his hijinks and him trying to figure out what to do and being terrified of all these children that he didn't know existed. Yeah, he's terrified, but also endeared because they are endeared. All of them, like they're not. I mean, other than Lucy, who is the son of the devil. Yes. All of them are very like, just like sweet in their own way. Like they're children, you know. Yeah, they're just kids. Not at all. Evil. Super cute. Not at all. Chauncey's my favorite. Yeah, I think Lucy's my I'm a sucker for a little boy who's the son of the devil. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Who am I kid? Lucy's great, and we still stand Lucy. Yes. Big stands. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so we pick up with Linus's third report. Yeah. Uh, to extremely upper management. Basically, his the third report is him talking about um, how the kids are isolated on the island, and he feels like that's not right. Uh, yes. He also mentions uh, about the rules and regulations, how they're guidelines and not law, even Uh though they were, like, not updated since they were written years and years before him. Uh He also talks about Zoe uh, and how he thinks that she's good for a fee because she's helping her control her powers. Yeah, and learn, like... Zoe's a forest sprite, Fee, or Zoe's a oh, a, a water sprite, sp- an island sprite, and and Fee is a is, Fee a, is a forest sprite. Right? Yeah. yeah, she's helping her like learn how to connect with her abilities in a healthy so way. They're so love good. It. I love them both. I love it. <laughs> uh, what else? He also oh, says he that to... he also oh, talks yeah, about but... how how Arthur is like the kids aren't. The kids are thriving, and he's like, the mm. kids are thriving because of Arthur, because of the environment that Arthur has put up, has set up for them. Yes. To explore themselves. Which is great. Everyone loves Arthur. Arthur's amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so after, after his report, <laughs> we, uh, we cut to Linus is asleep in his bed. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> he's awoken. Because his bed is levitating off the ground, <laughs> he wakes up and he's like, huh, the ceiling is a lot closer than I remember it being. Yes. <laughs> his bed is just levitating. Then Zoe like rushes in and she's like, hey, everything's fine. Lucy's just having a nightmare. So we're going to go uh, with all the other kids. This is great. Yeah. Uh, they go in- into the house and all the kids are like downstairs and everyone all the kids are basically like hey this is fine like don't like yeah he wouldn't hurt us lucy's fine you don't have to you know worry about us we're fine he's just, he does this all the time but he's never hurt anyone yeah and linus realizes that they're doing that because they think that he's about to come in here being like <laughs> this is a tragedy yeah <laughs> they think he's about to come in and be like i'm shutting this place down tonight yeah and he was like that he like that hurts his feelings a little bit but it's yeah, like he's like 
He's like, hey. that's not what I was going to do. Hey, <laughs> kids, calm down. I also think it's funny that, like, the kids are standing in, like, the they're, – uh, they're standing somewhere in the house. And they're all, yeah. like, huddled around Sal because Sal's, like, 14, which I think is really <laughs> yeah. funny that Sal is, like, the is basically, like, the older brother of the group because Tali is, like, 200 years old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's 236, but she's a gnome. <laughs> she's small. <laughs> Yeah, so she's like, <laughs> so like Sal is like their big brother, which I just think is really funny for your big brother to be like hundreds of years younger than you. Yeah. And we, uh, she we reaches maturity at like, at like 500. So I'm assuming that like yeah. 236, I'm assuming it's like somewhere around the age of 10. So, but it's just a really yeah. funny, <laughs> really funny also, dynamic. How long is she supposed to be in dichemy? Like, I understand that she doesn't reach maturity until she's 500, but, like, she's 236 at this She's got 260-some-odd years left, baby. Like, when did they find her, you know? Like, did they find her at, like, 100 years yeah. old? Like, you are a child. You, what are you doing? Imagine, you need to go here. Imagine finding, like, a 70-year-old man and being like, hey, you're a child. <laughs> you're I'm a baby. <laughs> what are you doing, you baby? Wow, you're an infant. I'm going to put you in an orphanage, you little baby. You, you little, little baby. Infant. You little infant, you. I'm going to put you in this orphanage. <laughs> I hate this. <laughs> oh, my God. We, uh... <laughs> so, he's, like, going... He's, like, all right, this is fine. And he's going upstairs to go see what Lucy, uh, is ha- was, was happening with Lucy. And we get, uh, a little... <laughs> quit from chauncey chauncey just tells him that he likes his pajamas and i thought it was really he wanted a really tip. adorable <laughs> yeah, and he's like you can't get tips for compliments that's not that's not how that's this not works, how works. <laughs> oh but the boy tried he tried god damn he he wants to be paid for everything and i respect chauncey for that yeah. uh so linus does end up going upstairs he also told him that if he sees anything strange it's just hallucinations yeah oh yeah it's like don't worry about it it's just hallucinations it's fine that scares me more than my bed levitating it's just like oh don't worry about it it's it's just your mind playing tricks like your your mind is not seeing the truth it's just your mind going against you it's fine yeah it's fine it's fine uh so he does end up going upstairs to lucy's room and he finds lucy like levitating in the middle of his room like arms outstretched just like oh. yeah like, straight up like demon spawn <laughs> like levitating and of course arthur's there holding him trying to like comfort him and bring him back down i <laughs> i read this and it it hit my heartstrings because you know i'm i'm a <sighs> big old pussy <laughs> but uh lucy's levitating and mm-hmm. Arthur has his his hand on the back of his neck, and he brings him in close, and he starts like whispering to him, and Linus can't really hear what he says, so he gets a little closer. And Arthur is saying to Lucy, he says, "And I know you're scared, and I know sometimes you see things when you close your eyes that no one should ever see, but there is good in you, Lucifer, overwhelmingly so. I know there is. You're special. You're important, not just to the others, but to me." There was never, there's never been anyone like you before, and I see you for all that you are and all the things you aren't. Come home. All I want you to do is come home. This was such a 
as a, as a, as someone who works in education and yeah works with kids like you know we would call this a kid being in crisis and mm. just like so real like they're not like doing it like they're not doing it at you or towards you like when a kid is in crisis there's like something going on with like themselves it's very personal mm-hmm. yeah and like this is like very much like yeah like hey like you always want them to know that there's like a that they can that it's not the end because like kids mm-hmm. especially when they're in crisis tend to like catastrophize yeah it's like oh my god yeah like there's no coming like i remember like one time uh i had a student who was very spirited and mm-hmm. you know like he would get like really angry and he'd kick desks and he'd like yell and things like that and i remember one time he was in class and i was like hey like let's just go back and do what you got to do like let's calm down and he was like no you guys are going to send me to the dean and i was like me and his teacher were like no we're not like you you can stop right now and go back to your computer and continue your work and you're not going to go to the dean like yeah that's a, like you get to make that choice right now like that's not like i'm not saying like you stop On and then maybe he's going to walk you down the street like walk you down to the to the dean like you just get to, you can stay in class like but i need you to like do what you do and he he chilled out you know like gave him that option where i was like you always have another chance to like correct your like you know to make different choices and that was like awesome yeah i <laughs> i read that and i was just like god how how can arthur get any better he's he just he's perfect he can't he, he basically <laughs> he's just like such a beautiful I man use- I don't use perfect lightly, but this man's it. Yeah, he is. So Lucy, that that brings Lucy back, and he snap. Well, he wakes up because he was having a nightmare, and through through his nightmare, with him shaking the house and levitating everything, he ended up breaking a lot of his records, mm-hmm. which is sad times. And he he gets so guilty afterwards. Yeah. Like he like he. Like Arthur talks to to, Lin- to to Linus and it's just like he'll just spend days beating himself up because he's like I woke everybody up I broke all these records I feel like this is the worst like I'm you know all these bad things yeah. and he just needs so much reassurance I love this child he is so good and just <laughs> him and Arthur just favorite characters hands down mm-hmm. so well written yes. But with that, Arthur is finally, he finally offers, he's like, well, look, we can go into the village and we can get you some more records and we can Mm -hmm. replace them. (laughs) And Linus is like, wow, that's crazy. Oh, also, uh, (laughs) uh, Arthur, you know, hits on Linus a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> he tells him that he uh, he rathers him just the way he is. Yeah. And Linus is like, oh. He also, because <laughs> he also, Arthur is also kind of catastrophizing where he's like, I know this has to go into a report. Like, you know, just remember that, like, Lucy's a good kid. He's, you know, he doesn't mean it. He, he, he just had a nightmare. And they, and Linus takes his hand mm. and they intertwine their fingers. And he's like, I hey, I, I understand what you're saying. Like, I'm not worried that he's a danger. Like, I'm not, I'm not worried about that. That's not what my report's going to say. And I was like. (laughs) He was basically just like, I'm glad that Lucy is okay. Yeah. We don't, we don't have to worry about the the report. So 
I don't know if it was the next day. I don't remember if they said, but they're going to the village now. They are on their on the ferry to the village. Favorite chapter of the whole book. <laughs> and they're on the ferry, and I love their their uh, little banter before they get off. Where uh, Linus is basically like, "Let's not make." <laughs> weird threats to people lucy mm-hmm. let's not do <laughs> let's try and be civil here <laughs> and lucy uh x linus he says do adults think about death a lot <laughs> that must mean i'm an adult too because i think about it all the time i like dead things i would i would still like you if you were dead mr baker maybe even more oh, and linus <laughs> is like no adults don't think about death and they like he kind of like scolds him and is like you can't just like, Lucy goes, do you want me to tell you how you'll die? Because I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Linus is like, no, that, you, that's rude. No. You don't tell people how they die. And Lucy goes, how am I supposed to make new friends if I can't tell them how they'll die? What's the point? <laughs> <laughs> What's the point? Lucy uh, is so good. So, so sweet. Oh. <laughs> also, before they get off the... Uh, the boat i love how they basically merle is like taking forever <laughs> to drop the gate for them to leave he can't and believe that they like <laughs> they're bringing these children to the fucking village he's, he's like i cannot believe it and arthur asks linus if he has any second thoughts and linus is like no of course not this is going to be fine this is going to be good god man lower the damn gate yeah. <laughs> all the kids are like Ooh, Mr. Baker cursed. He said a curse word. Ooh. He said a curse word. He cursed. I, l- <laughs> I love them so much. Also, Chauncey is dressed in a <laughs> trench coat as a disguise because <laughs> he said he didn't want to go into the village nude. <laughs> and then, But he's nude all the way on the island all the time. Yeah. <laughs> and Linus is like, now that I can't stop thinking about it. Yeah. I, can't stop thinking, I can't stop thinking about how he's just nude all the time. He always just free. He's always just raw dog in the world. All, all, always, always raw dog in the world. I hate this. All right. So at this point, it's been like three weeks, I guess, since Linus has been here. Mm-hmm. It's been, this it's is been third a third week, minute. I think. This is third week here. So the kids pair up right while they're yes. going in the village so they can perfect all field trip be, behavior you get in pairs you stay with your buddy get a buddy yeah get a buddy uh lucy and talia are paired up and they, they get to go with linus yeah we already which... know hilarity's gonna ensue indeed sal and theo get to go with arthur and fee and chauncey go with zoe and can all art <laughs> what's up <laughs> can i say that like whatever i Field trips are so exhausting as an adult. I feel like I spend every day that like I went on a field trip just counting children. I would be like, I have five <laughs> kids. So like every five minutes I would go, one, two, three, four, five. Okay, cool. I'm good. Cool. One, two, three, four, five. One, two, three, four, five. Okay, cool. I got all one, two, three, four, five. <laughs> one, two, three, four. I, I spent I spent all day <laughs> counting children, just making sure that I have like however many you didn't, kids. That I have. You didn't lose a person's child. <laughs> one, one, two, three, four, five. Let's go. Okay. Ooh. Wait. Oh, one, two, three, four. And five. Let's go. <laughs> And okay, five right here. Come here. Hey, get over here. <laughs> and they always want to do like different. It, it's so hard. It's like you'll be at the zoo, and it's like the zoo has like a very clear like path. Of yeah, just, take like, that path. Take that path. And they're like, I want to go over here. I want to go. No, we got to do the. <laughs> just focus. Do the zoo path. 
We are a collective. <laughs> we are a collective. We don't do our own thing. We are a collective. Bring it in. Reel it in. One, two, three, four, five. Okay, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's get out of here. Uh, we also find out that Arthur gave them allowances so they can yeah. go buy the stuff that they want, which is, you know, very dadly behavior. <laughs> he has to get Johnsies uh, to feet. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Because was like, I forgot mine. And Linus like, and Arthur's like, I didn't give it to you. I gave it to Fee. <laughs> He's like, oh, okay. Yeah. <sighs> oh my god. Uh, so they make they make basically they like go their separate ways and they make plans to meet up at two thirty at the ice cream yeah, parlor. Yeah, much in town. to much to Linus's chagrin. Also, <laughs> they pass by the hotel, and Chauncey he wants to be a bellhop so bad. And they so pass by the hotel, bad. and they're like, this is, like, the first time the kids have been in the village. And so there's an old lady being, like, helped. Like, her bag is being helped by the bellhop at the hotel. And she sees Chauncey, and she, like, basically, like, gasps and, like, trips, and the bellhop catches her. And Chauncey goes, wow, <laughs> bellhops really can do anything. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Chauncey is so great. Oh, God. <clears throat> Uh, so Linus and Talia and Lucy all go off and of mm-hmm. course Lucy's like do you think there's a graveyard here Mr. Baker I'd like to see <laughs> if, if there is yeah <laughs> and, and Talia Talia's like I, sh- I told you I should have brought my shovel how am, how, how am I supposed to dig up dead bodies without my shovel yes and Linus is like we're not going to a graveyard cut it yeah. out <laughs> 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 this is not what we're doing here and they end up they end up going to a hardware store where really Talia like runs off and she's like looking at all these shovels she's, and stuff. She's and not spades. following the etiquette. She's not. Not not at all. <laughs> <laughs> now, now Linus only has one kid. <laughs> one. One. Fuck. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. Uh, so they go to the hardware store, uh, and this is where they meet helen mm-hmm. she is uh the owner of the hardware store and her and talia really hit it off oh yeah helen's like a, uh, a little scared but then yeah they start talking about garden tools and well <laughs> talia starts talking about her garden in detail and helen is like oh oh you are my people i understand oh, she said oh i love you yeah. <laughs> and she helen gives her a recommendation on a different shovel Mm -hmm. than the one that she was looking at and talia's basing her stuff off garden tools monthly (laughs) (laughs) and helen's like oh no 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 no. garden tools monthly is so last year what we're looking for is garden tool uh bi-monthly yes it's it's all it's what all the serious gardeners read she says (laughs) it is why didn't i know this what else has been kept from me (laughs) And Linus is like, I have no idea what's going on. Yeah, like he's <laughs> like, I didn't know there were. He's like, I don't even know there were garden magazines, yeah. much less a hierarchy. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. So they loose. I mean, Talia picks out a whole bunch of gardening tools and stuff. Um, and when she rings it up, <laughs> Talia realizes that she doesn't have enough money mm-hmm. to pay for it. And Lucy, being the sweet little adorable boy that he is, he, he tries to give her some of his allowance. 
And she's like, no, but then you won't be able to buy your records. And he's like, nah, it's fine. But then we have one of our favorite boys, Linus, comes up and he's like, put your money away. I got you. And he pays for it all with his credit card. No, 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 no. Uh, He uses his diner's club card, which I'm pretty sure, even though he's like 40, I'm pretty sure diner's club card is supposed to be like a, like you only get it if you're an older person. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Also, Talia very knowingly, uh, she turns to Linus and she's like, hey, I don't have enough money for this. And I know that we're not allowed to just push her over and steal it because that's bad. Cause, uh, yeah, because I don't bad. know what to do. I want this stuff and I don't know what to do. Yeah. And uh, Helen says that she'll, she'd like, she'd love to come see Talia's garden. Yeah. <laughs> I, Helen's great. Yeah. So after they pay for the, uh, the, the stuff in the garden store, they end up going to the record store. Mm-hmm for lucy and <laughs> we meet jay bone and marty <laughs> jay bone <laughs> i love jay bone so much linus he's he's linus he's very much like a far out like oh that's righteous dude and lucy hey, goes man. you smell funny like <laughs> plants but not like any that talia has in her garden and jay bone goes Oh yeah, I smoke and I grow and smoke my own. And Linus is like, "That's enough of that." <laughs> He's like, "We don't need to. We don't need to know any anything about your extracurricular extracurricular activities." <laughs> so that's kind of guy that J Bone is. <laughs> yeah, J Bone calls Linus a square. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which goes, isn't at all inaccurate. Lucy goes, "That's Mister Baker." He's here to make sure I don't burn anyone alive with the power of my mind. I thought I, I misread that. I thought I said he's here to make sure I don't unalive anyone. <laughs> I don't unalive anyone. <laughs> Which would be a thing oh, Lucy would say. It would have been so much better if it said I don't unalive anyone. Yeah. <laughs> J Bone's just like, rock on, little dude. Yeah. So rock they on. they have a blast. Like they make <laughs> They're great. Acquaintance. So good. So great. Uh and J J Bones like, hey, uh, I got some records in the back. You know, if you want to come check it out. Hey Marty, we're gonna go show this little dude some records. Mm-hmm. And Marty's like, all right, cool, let's go. Boom, boom, boom. And then Linus hears just <laughs> a loud noise coming from the back room. Yeah. And he like rushes over there and he opens the door. He has to burst <laughs> through the door because the door is like bursts. He has to like. Like, shoulder Force check it. the door open. He Like, bow. He goes in there. And <laughs> Lucy's just looking through the records. And he's like, oh, check this out. Marty's just on the ground, <laughs> slumped. Just slumped. Uh, and Linus is like, and J-Bone's just, like, looking down at Marty, like, gross. And Linus like, is like, what happened? Fuck. And basically, Marty is wearing a cross around his neck and lucy goes he tried to shove that in my face lucy laughed what does he think i am a vampire that's silly i like crosses they're just they're just two sticks put together they mean so much to so many i tried to make a symbol out of the popsicle sticks that i could sell and get rich but arthur says it wasn't right <laughs> oh look just mary <laughs> i love lucy so much uh, yeah, so basically, uh, Marty tried to exercise Lucy, and Lucy just uh, shoved him against the wall with his mind. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he just he just telepathically threw him. It was great. Yep. 
J-Bone's all here for, and he fucking says Marty deserved it. <laughs> yeah, it's like, that wasn't cool. Music's for everybody. Yep. And then he and then he lets Lucy have his uh, records for free. Yeah. Uh, but also, this is when Talia is standing by the window of the shop, and she's, like, messing with the little girl. Not, like, messing with her, but, you know, she's like, hey, yeah. how you doing? And the little girl seems to be, you know, chilling out. She's she's real nice to her, having a fun time. And mm-hmm. then of course her her bitch mother <laughs> comes up and he calls Talia a freak. <laughs> her bitch of a mom. Her bitch of a mom comes up and calls Talia a freak. <laughs> and Lucy's like, should I throw her against the wall too? <laughs> no. Linus and J J Bone are like. No, don't do that. She was only <laughs> mean with words. She didn't get physical. So yeah, the only time you should be throwing people against the wall is to defend yourself or others. Yeah. Uh, Batalia is surprisingly not upset by the woman being a complete asshole uh, because she said the little girl wasn't scared of her. And she's like, her mom can tell her what she wants about me. She can either believe it or, or not. But yeah. She said Arthur told her before that in order to change the minds of a lot of people, you have to start with, you know, the minds of a few people first. How and that's big okay. do you think Talia is? Is she small? Uh, I, I, I feel like she's the size of a garden gnome. I feel like because like, like, that's like what a, like I feel. Yeah, I don't know how big. I've been imagining her as like the size of like a 10-year-old, but just like with a beard. But I think she might be really <laughs> small. Yeah, I think she I like I think she's the size of a garden gnome. A I'm not sure people. what's cuter, honestly. <laughs> a little ten year old with a beard. <laughs> garden gnome. Yeah, like I, I honestly yeah, I don't I have no idea how um <clears throat> I mean how big is a garden gnome? Maybe like two, three feet? Oh, I don't know, maybe. Two three feet's a three feet feels too tall. Maybe like two, two and a half feet. I'm going to try and look it up. You Maybe two it. feet. All right. Uh, <laughs> so after that, we all meet at the ice cream shop, ice cream parlor, and everyone's like, yeah, ice cream. Fuck yeah. Fee's like, I'm going to get stuffed on ice cream, dude. This is going to be sick. And then we have... The shitbag Norman, who owns the ice cream shop, and he refuses to serve him. Oh, it's a little. He, it's, uh, a, it's a little statue. So I think. Oh, the yeah, statue so was bigger than the ones he'd seen before. So I think she's a little bit bigger than like your standard like garden gnome, but I, I don't think she, she's mm-hmm. not very big. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. <clears throat> glad I looked it up. I'm glad. Uh... Yeah, so Norman, the bitch bastard that he is, refuses to to serve them because mm-hmm. he's like, I don't like you goddamn magics. I don't like you. I don't like you. Li- get out of my town. Yeah, I don't, li- I don't take two pounds around <laughs> here like your kind around here. Goddamn magics. Get out of <laughs> here. Get out of here. Get out of here, you goddamn <laughs> magics. <laughs> uh, and Norman, like, slams his hands down. He's like, I'm not serving you. And why'd he do that? Because Arthur's like, hey, bro, 
They're fucking kids. All right. Yeah. What is wrong with you? Why and the room, are you like, like yeah, this? like he he gets so angry that the room starts to feel like a little bit warmer, or it's just like God damn, like Arthur Arthur yeah. is livid, and he and is Zo- so pissed. Zoe is like, hey, don't do this in front of the kids. Calm down, and Arthur's like, all they want is some goddamn ice cream. He's like, they're just children, and they wanted this ice cream, and this little bitch right here doesn't want to give them any ice cream. Yeah, and and Linus is like, look, this is completely unfair, but the kids are looking up to you, and you need to make, like, a a decision that is going to, like, well, how would you want someone to act around the kids? (sighs) And then, uh... But but Linus, like, puts his hands on Arthur's face to, like, (laughs) like, have him look at him, and Arthur's like, he can't, and Linus is like, he can, and it's not fair at all. But you need to remember your position. You need to remember who looks up to you, who you care for, and what they'll think. Because what you do here now will stay with them forever. And that's when Arthur's like, all right, I see what you're saying. Yep. But fuck him. (laughs) And then who do we get? We get Helen. Helen comes in. (laughs) Helen comes in to save the day. Yay. Turns out she's she also owns this store because she's the mayor of Marseilles. Yeah. And she's like, Norman, you better serve these goddamn kids. And he's like, I ain't serving no damn magics. I, I'll serve magics. There's a no <laughs> magic zone. And so she like sends him away and she does it because yeah. apparently she also used to work in an ice cream parlor when she was younger. And mm-hmm. Arthur would come in there all the time for ice cream when he was a yeah. kid. Arthur's from uh, Marius's. Yeah. And when he leaves, Helen goes, what a daft little bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a daft little bitch. He goes, Talia's like, oh, I want to be like you when I grow up. And all the kids are like, wow. And Helen's like, oh, I shouldn't have said that. Never curse children. They nodded. But Linus could already see Lucy mouthing daft little bitch in glee. <laughs> I love Lucy so much. Oh, it makes me so happy. Oh, also, I forgot to mention that uh, when the when Norman like slammed his hand, is like, I'm not serving you guys. It scared Sal, and Sal shift, shifted into the Pomeranian. Mm-hmm. And we get a really like nice scene between Sal and Linus that shows mm-hmm. that Linus is is like actually like caring for these kids yeah and they they go to the bathroom and he's like it's not fair linus said staring off into nothing the way some people can be but as long as you remember to just be to be just and kind like i know you are what those people think won't matter in the long run hate is loud but i think you'll learn it's because it's only a few people shouting desperate to be heard you might never be able to change their minds but so long as you remember you're not alone you will overcome yeah this book Oh, Sal barked, and that bark was him saying he yes. was a lot. He's a dad. <laughs> the Sal is bitch. fourteen. <laughs> That's right. Fuck him. <laughs> Fuck Norman. Everyone hates Norman. Yeah. Uh, this book had a lot of really good uh, quotes, and mm-hmm. you know, fucking dismantle the government. Hate yes. sucks. BK do crime. <laughs> BK do crime. Essentially, yeah, that that's what like yeah. the second half of this book is. <laughs> just Basically. BK to crime. 
But yeah, he has this nice little whistle and like is like, you know, when you're ready, I will stand outside this door and when mm-hmm. you're ready, you can come out and we'll get ice cream. So he Everyone's gives happy. Some, yeah, gives Sal some privacy because Sal's naked because he's a dog. Because <laughs> he's a dog now. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. They should have little, um, little like outfits for Sal when he's a dog. <laughs> when he's a dog. <laughs> just carry it around like, oh, he's a Pomeranian. Here you go. Yep, here's a little, here's a little sweater. <laughs> here's a little sweater for you so you don't get cold. Oh my God. Do you think he, oh God, I just, mm, so cute. Adorable. Um, <laughs> whatchamacallit so uh, at the ice cream parlor like everyone gets their ice cream and mm-hmm. I don't at one point Helen mentioned that cherry was Arthur's favorite flavor of ice cream mm-hmm. and Linus unknowingly got cherry also oh he knowingly got cherry it was he did that shit on purpose hold on uh, it said, now what flavor would you like? Cherry, Linus said, without thinking. She laughed. Of course you do. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. <clears throat> Ellen's not a daft little bitch. She's not daft Ellen at knows. all. <laughs> Ellen knows what's up, baby. Uh, <laughs> after they... I like how she gives um, them the ice cream for free. Like, not her yeah, store, she, she's just like, you get it for free. <laughs> she, fuck fuck she's Norman. Like, Here you go, fuck him. <laughs> Norman sucks. Everyone knows it. Uh, yeah. After after they have the little ice cream, uh, date. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Linus goes to the post office to drop off his um report. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm at a loss for words today. <laughs> <laughs> to drop off his report. And he sees that he has a letter from Mr. Warner there, and he gets it. He reads the letter, and basically Mr. Warner is like, I feel like you are not being as, like, pointed as you could be. As objective as you normally are. Yeah. And (laughs) he he, he suspects that Linus is being charmed by Arthur. Yeah, and they had asked. They want. They didn't want his like. He, he sent his first report, and they were like, "Hey, we also want you to say more stuff about Arthur." And Linus is mm-hmm. like, "He's just a dude, so like, he's Why? nice. He's like nice to the kids. I'm not sure what else you want from me." And so this letter <laughs> yeah. from from Charles Warner, the handsome man, is basically like, "We have a file on Mr. Arthur Parnassus." Here's a Arthur's thi- file. A more a, a thicker file than we gave you because the file they gave him originally was just like Arthur. One page. Forty five. Cute dude. Like like yeah, dude. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> it was just one page. Everything else was redacted. I think. Yeah. And uh, he also gives him a key to the house cellar door. Yes, that he found in the last. We we, we talked about in the last episode. He found a a locked cellar, yeah. like kind of like. With like an exterior entrance to the house, but it was locked, so he couldn't get in there. Uh, and he says the key is to give him uh, more insight into what Arthur Parnassus is truly capable of. Mm-hmm. Don't know what that means, but there it is. So after they leave and they're on their way back to the uh, 
Also, the, the letter says that Arthur grew up in an orphanage on the island. Yeah. Yes. And it closed because of him. But it doesn't say, like, that's what the letter says. Why? But Linus goes back to the car and does not, yeah, he, does, he doesn't look at, he doesn't have time to, like, read Arthur's Yeah, he doesn't files. read, yeah, he doesn't read the file. But they end up getting back to the house and, you know, Linus is, like, kind of, like, lazing about because, you know, he just read this letter from Mr. Warner and he's like, I wonder what Arthur is capable of, really. Mm-hmm. He's like, I don't really know anything about Arthur. <clears throat> um, so he gets back to the, the island and he he ends up does reading. He, he ends up reading the the file on Arthur uh, and he, he reads it and he's real shocked by what he sees. And he has the thought that maybe, you know, Dykemy is, is fucking with him. Like extremely upper management is like mm-hmm. pulling his leg, pulling the old leg. Yeah. And they, they go, he goes to dinner and the dinner is kind of, super awkward because of what he read in the file he doesn't know how to feel about it and he's he everyone knows that he's giving off like really weird vibes everyone can see it because he's like not eating and he's just like being real quiet yeah and he's just like oh i'm just real tired i didn't realize how tired i was Mm -hmm. and he's like "Uh, uh, i'm done i'm gonna go i'm gonna go to bed early did you say that he read the file before he he reads the file yeah. before he goes to dinner? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. He reads the file before he goes to dinner. Be- did you say that already? I'm sorry, dinner. I was responding. Yeah, to I did. Text me. I'm sorry. I did. Cut <laughs> that out. Can't, <laughs> just cut all this out. <laughs> no, cut all this out. Don't keep this <laughs> in. I don't want them to know that sometimes I'm, I don't, I'm not listening. I can't believe <laughs> this is. Yeah, I'll cut this out. Don't worry. I can't I'm wait not for it to cut it out. I know you're not. <laughs> <laughs> you never listen to me. Time. Yeah, you do. It's because I love you and you love me. <laughs> Discord didn't pick that up, but I'm sure the episode did. Okay, you saw me. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. Good. So that night after, <laughs> I heard it that time. That was so loud. <laughs> uh, so after this awkward dinner that he has later on that night, he ends up like going to the cellar. He's like, I'm not going to go. It's fine. I don't want to think about it. Fuck, I got to go. <laughs> so he ends up going to the cellar and he unlocks it and he opens it and it's dark because it's nighttime and it's a cellar. And he's like, he's walking down the stairs. And when he gets down there, he cuts the light on and he sees his hands are covered in soot mm-hmm. and there's there's a he bumps into a desk on his way down this desk is like partially charred and burned there's a, a bed frame with no mattress on it just like a tarp and then he goes further into the back and he sees on the wall there's tick marks and he starts counting it and he gets 5 10 15 20 says he stops when he gets to 60. And they just keep going. And they just keep going. And 
then he hears Arthur behind him and he turns around and Arthur's standing there and we find out that Arthur is in fact a magical creature. Yeah. Arthur is possibly the last known phoenix in the world. Love it, love it, love it. Which is which is fucking sick. You definitely called it last week when you said that Arthur definitely has to have something going on with him. He has yeah, to be Yeah, I was like creature. I was like I I mean I hope it's be magical of some sort. And my hope oh, of I hope. Too. I never expect him to be a phoenix. That's fucking sick. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he he like fire like comes from his hand and like wraps around his arm and then like he creates like fire wings yeah and like a, a, a fucking bird head oh it was so sick my the only thing uh, that i highlighted in this chapter was arthur parnassus had wings of fire and i was like oh it's dope oh <laughs> so cool. cool oh and linus tells him that you know yeah, you're the only phoenix that I've ever like met or known about. Um, Arthur goes a little bit into his backstory. He says that when he was young, you know, he couldn't control his his powers because you know children usually can't control their powers. Uh, mm-hmm. And he did grow up in an orphanage on this island. He was the the headmaster of the orphanage was a piece of shit. Abusive. He was really, really abusive, super cruel. Uh, and so Arthur wrote to Daikami and was like, hey, our headmaster sucks. He's really abusive. He's really mean to us. Can you help us? And they were going on a trip to the village and he was going to send it in the post. Um. Yeah. But his headmaster found him and intercepted the letter. Yeah. And he ended up locking him in the cellar. And Arthur, rightfully so, wanted to get out. So, you know, he's a phoenix. So he's, like, trying to fucking, like, burn through this the cellar. Mm-hmm. But it had been reinforced with, like, steel plates on the uh, the door. And it was mm-hmm. made of stone, so he was like, yeah, I can't get that hot, I guess, to melt stone. <clears throat> Especially when he was a, a child, I guess. Um, And the headmaster never sent, I mean, never came down himself to, like, feed him or change his bucket that he had to use the bathroom because the mm-hmm. headmaster's a piece of shit. Uh, he would always send the other kids because yeah. he knew Arthur wouldn't wouldn't hurt them. And Linus is like, how long were you down there? And Arthur was like, I thought it was weeks, but he was down there for six months. Six months. He kept him in a cellar for six months. That's insane. And he only got out because the orphanage was shut down. Yeah. Which is so fucked up because Charles made it seem like he it, like like he made it seem like. Arthur had done something wrong to get the orphanage shut down. It was shut down because the headmaster was abusive and had locked a yeah. child in a cellar for six months by himself. Like yep. it should have been shut down. Oh yeah. A thousand percent. Charles 
piece of shit, really. Mm-hmm. Everyone, everyone in up extremely upper management sucks. Everyone who is trying to oppress the magical community in this <laughs> in this world, Dykemy is shit. Yeah, Dykema is shit. Literally, everyone is the worst. Theory. Yes. Do you think how so? Dike, yeah, Dykemy ends up showing up. I don't. He's not exactly sure why Dykemy ends up showing up. Um, yeah. And the headmaster tries to like be like, ah, I guess Arthur just left, which is also like suspicious because you're the headmaster. Why mm-hmm. didn't you say anything? But one of the yeah. kids was like, no, he's in the basement. Like, go get him. Yeah. I think I know where you're going with this. Do you think Helen said something? I I would like to think so because she seemed like when he was a kid and she was working at the ice cream shop, she would see him all the time and they seemed to be really friendly with each other. Yeah. So probably after not seeing him for six months, she was probably like, hmm, something's weird about this. Yeah, especially if the other kids were making visits into town. I think I, yeah. think, I feel like Helen said something. And reported. I can get behind that. Yeah, that that is my theory. I can get behind that theory. It's a solid theory. Um. So after the orphanage was shut down, he got sent to one of the Dykemy like um, other schools. schools. Yeah, boarding schools. One of their boarding schools, and then when he was older, Dykemy put him in charge. Of the orphanage after they reopened it. Basically as like hush-hush to keep him on the hush-hush about what had happened to him in the fucking mm-hmm. orphanage being locked in a cellar for six months. Yeah. Uh, but Arthur was all for it because he was like, I'm going to I'm gonna be this headmaster and I'm going to take in all their youths and I'm going to give them a good place to live. Because I know yeah. how sh- how shitty these orphanages are. Mm-hmm. Uh, and their one condition was he couldn't tell anyone what he is, basically. He had to keep it a secret that he was a phoenix. Yeah, not the villagers, not the kids. Literally no one, <laughs> except for Daikami. And so then, he, yeah, he talks a little bit about Charles showing up. And, like, he thought that Charles was going to be, like good and like you know charles is handsome and he thought he and charles were gonna be something but zoe was like don't trust that guy see that guy don't over do there it. don't like him something shady about but that also one. there's something shady about him but also zoe because she's unregistered she had to hide yeah and uh, linus brings up that point too because Zoe has been there since the beginning. Mm-hmm. And Linus is like, well, if Zoe was here, why didn't she help you when you were locked in the basement or the cellar? And he, Arthur's like, well, I mean, I can't really blame her for that because, you know, she's unregistered. And she just would have been putting herself in danger if she would have tried to come help me. Mm-hmm. And he says after, like, he came back to run the orphanage that's when zoe came to him and was like i want to help you do this i'm sorry i didn't help you back in Mm -hmm. the day when you needed me but now i want to be here with you to help you raise these kids yeah and charles didn't know about zoe but when when um 
How? Oh, maybe they didn't. I'm not sure, but like either for Charles's visit or for Linus's visit, when they found out that there was a caseworker who was going to be coming, Zoe mm-hmm. was like, I. No, she did it for Linus. When they found out that Linus yeah. was going to be coming and doing a report on them, especially probably heard that he was going to be staying for so long, Zoe yeah. was like, I'm not hiding. I'm going to be fucking right here because if they try and take these kids from me, bet. I'm a four, bet. I'm I'm an island sprite. This is my island. It's on site. It's on site. <laughs> it's on site. She he was like he was like so basically like Zoe has been a threat the whole time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Zoe is the largest threat that we know. So at this point it's close to when Linus is leaving, right? Yeah, he's got like a less than he's got like a week left. He's got like a week left. And he's really like struggling with himself, like, should I leave? He's like he doesn't want to leave, but he has to leave, he says. Mm-hmm. Because, you know He's got he's an adult. He's gotta give yeah, that he's, he's an adult. He's got to get him that report. He's got, he's got responsibilities, and he, he has he has to constantly remind himself that he knew that this was always this would always be temporary. This wasn't forever. Mm-hmm. He knew, but he didn't expect himself to get so attached to everyone. Yeah, and he's he's like, look, I have to go. This is not my home. I can't stay here. But I'm going to make sure that Daikami does right by you. I'm going to make sure in my report that I write that this should continue to run the way that it has been. Yeah. So Wednesday before he leaves, I think he like leaves on a Saturday or something. Mm-hmm. So the Wednesday before he leaves, he, he's like, I'm going to get I'm going to I'm going to pack up early so I can just, you know, be done with everything. It'll be fine. And he gets a visit from Theo and Theo is like, hey, follow me. Come with me. I want to show you something. <laughs> and he like, he's like, no, I can't come with you. <laughs> and Theo like gets on his shoulder and like bites his ear. And he's like, all right, all right, I'm coming. Yeah. And Theo shows shows him his horde, which is like a big deal, because you know dragons are very protective over their hordes. Mm-hmm. And he he shows him his horde, and there's a bunch of stuff in there. There's like. Uh, like rocks, coins. There's a huge. There's a huge pile of pile of buttons. <laughs> there's a there's a photo of Arthur. Uh, mm-hmm. There's a there's a there's a broken piece of the record that he stole. Yeah. <laughs> there's a dried flower. There's even uh he even has Sal's poem. Yeah. And then he 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 gives Arthur. I mean not Arthur. He gives uh Linus a button. He gives him a button as, like, a, a parting gift. Not just any button. The first button. And he bites it. Yeah. He gives Linus back the first button that Linus gave him, the brass button. My heart. Hurts. My heart. <laughs> so after that, Zoe and Lucy are cooking up some stuff. They're making, like, some sweet rolls or something like that. Oh yeah, sticky rolls, sticky buns. Sticky rolls, sticky buns. And Zoe just like stops, and she's like, "Oh no!" She basically I, like, like does like a like a fort. Like, There's a disturbance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's a disturbance in the force, yeah. <laughs> and then Arthur bursts in. And he's like, "What's going on?" Yeah. <laughs> I also felt a disturbance in the force. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it turns out. 
that the the people of Marseilles are like trying to get to the island to do harm to these children. Yeah. They got a mob. Which is like they got a fucking mob. <laughs> Lucy's like Lucy's like, why do they want to come here? They can't have my sticky buns. I made them my way I like them. <laughs> I love Lucy so much. He's like, it's so crazy that he's like literally the son of the devil. He's got so many like dark thoughts, but at the same time, he is six years old. And so he's very much just like, I don't want to share. <laughs> I don't want to share. These are ours. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Do I have to share? Ugh. Uh, Arthur is basically like, Zoe, you get the kids and you take them do their class stuff i don't want them to know anything about this i'm gonna go over there and i'm gonna talk to them and then zoe's like i don't want you to go alone but linus is like he won't be alone i will, I will go with there. him <laughs> i will go he like puts his hands on his hips and he's like i will be there with him <laughs> <laughs> uh because he feels like a a a, a voice from the government <laughs> yeah do any good can't believe linus is a cop yeah. <laughs> a cab, baby. A cab. A cab. Except Linus. Except Linus. A yeah. cab. Except Linus. He's actually he's actually more of a social worker type person. Yeah, so it's fine. It's just yeah, it's fine. He's not a cop. Yeah, he's not a cop. A cab. <laughs> uh so <laughs> Zoe like gives Linus her keys and they're driving and Linus is like Wait a second. How are we gonna How are we gonna get across the water in a car? Like, if, yeah. unless this car can turn into a goddamn boat and we can just drive across. Arthur's like, "Don't worry about it. Do you trust me?" And he's like, "Yeah, I do trust you." And they're driving, and as soon as it like hit the water, they're just on like a salt bridge yeah. <laughs> that Zoe conjured up. <laughs> she, Love it. She just she just made a bridge of salt, which is fucking awesome. Yeah. She just makes a bridge a uh, salt road. Salt road. Uh so they end up getting to the other side of the of the sea. And Merle's like there like trying to prevent people from like crossing. But not in a good way. He he just won't let them cross because they won't pay the fee. So he's yeah, like, he's like, you, no one does anything for free. Yeah, they keep trying to be like, for free. they keep trying to be like, thanks Merle for like not letting them come over and like mob us. And Merle's like, <laughs> they didn't want to pay. Didn't pay. <laughs> Merle's didn't like, pay. I'm not doing this because I'm a good person. I'm doing this because I like money. Yeah, I like money. Merle's a cop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A cab, a cab, baby. A cab, a cab, baby. Uh, so <laughs> Helen is there trying to like defuse the situation. Um, Norman's there, Marty's there, <laughs> Marty's there in a fucking neck brace. He's <laughs> trying to like play up the fact that he got thrown into the wall by Lucy. Yeah, and Linus is like. They're like, yeah, Lucy heard him. And Linus is like, he tried to attack the child. And the time people are like, man, you didn't tell us all that. <laughs> He's like, come on, man. You got us out here in a mob and you didn't tell us that. <laughs> also, uh, also, Helen is like, 
your neck is fine. He's like, nah, I got a neck brace. And she's like, that's my neck brace. My name is on it. <laughs> I said my initials are on the tag that you didn't take off. Everyone yeah. can see it. Yeah, he's like, he's, he's like, like, I need this. Well, I, come on now. Uh, <laughs> so, Linus and the crowd, or the mob, I'm going to call it a mob because it's a mob. But it's like not even a huge mob. It's only like 10 people. Which I guess is a decent amount of people. Yeah. Uh, oh, also when um, they left, like as they were leaving the island, like <laughs> Zoe just mm. like closed the woods. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she just closed the forest around them. Yeah. But like, like you turned around, you'd be like, I don't understand how I'm supposed to get through this. this yeah, funny. I... So while 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 Linus is like trying to talk to this crowd uh, to tell them to stop being like assholes, basically like ridiculous, someone just throws a fucking rock. Someone just launches a rock at also, them. Also, they keep trying to be like the kids are a menace; they're dangerous. And uh, one of them is like, uh, "We're worried about our own children." And, she, and Helen's like, "None of you guys are parents." And they're like, "Well, that's because they're too afraid to be here." And she's like. She's like, name one parent. And they couldn't even <laughs> name. name a single parent. Name one parent. Let me know. <laughs> name one parent. <laughs> also, <laughs> also, uh, when Marty's talking about Lucy hurting him, Linus is like, Lucy didn't mean you any real harm. <laughs> he said, if he had, your insides would be on your outside. Yeah. Like, you would have been done for, bro. <laughs> yeah, if he wanted to hurt you, he would have. Uh... Yeah, so someone throws a rock. And he, someone throws a rock at Helen. And Linus, like, steps in front of Helen to block the rock. How slow is this rock? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like, it, was, it was like a movie. It was slow-mo. So Linus had yeah. time to get, get in front. Um, but he, didn't, he, didn't, he doesn't get hit by the rock. And he opens his eyes. And he sees that Helen is looking in the sky. And... He turns around. It's mighty warm outside. Mighty warm. And Arthur is just floating there with his wings outstretched and his his phoenix head. And it caught the rock in his mouth and he crushes it. The phoenix had risen. God, Arthur's so fucking cool, dude. I know, like, being a phoenix so is, like, cool. dope as fuck. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> um, So he transformed into a phoenix to save them. And... He he floats back down. He calms down. He brings the phoenix back into him, and he tries to. He talks to the 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 uh, the mob. <laughs> Everyone at this point is like, "Whoa!" Like yeah, all they like. They said, "Wow, that's didn't want crazy. all that." They did literally <laughs> didn't want the smoke. <laughs> they didn't want the smoke. Not at all. <laughs> Helen is basically like, "Hey, if anyone tries to do anything anymore." I am the mayor, and there will be legal consequences, you fucks. Mm -hmm. Cut this shit out. Also, maybe y'all don't need those payments from Dykemy to keep quiet, because it apparently feels like you guys can't, aren't doing what you're supposed to be fucking doing right now. Guys are fucking doo-doo, bro. Also, uh, Marty's parents, I think, are dead, so Helen is in charge of his trust fund, and she's like, if I find out you threw that rock, I'm 
draining your fucking trust fund because I have the right to do that as yeah the trustee of your trust fund. So don't fuck with me. <laughs> Before we move on from this, I forgot about these uh <laughs> some of the protest signs that they had. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> just so ridiculous. I saw something. I'm saying something. Uh I'm the anti antichrist. <laughs> and then I didn't have anything clever to write. Just don't write anything. Don't, you don't need a sign. <laughs> you don't need a sign for that. I hate it. And Linus asks um Arthur how it felt to stretch his wings. And Arthur says, like I was free for the first time in a very long time. I love it. I love it so much. Uh, so so that was, what, Thursday, I guess? Because it was the, the day after Chauncey. I mean, it was the day after Theo gave him the button. Mm-hmm. So and then on, on Fred. 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 You know, the Fred. <laughs> on Fred. Goddamn magic's on Fred. <laughs> uh, on Friday, the kids show up to to the guest house and being like, hey, we're going on one last adventure before you leave. Mm-hmm. So get your shit together. Let's go. There's going to be man-eating snakes, bugs that burrow in your flesh. But we're going to we're gonna kick their asses, and we're going to go find this treasure. Yeah. Uh, and Linus is like, all right, cool. Sounds good. So <laughs> he gets dressed, and they go into the forest, and they start having their adventures, fighting off cannibals. Man eating snakes. Mm-hmm. Lucy pretend Lucy pretends to almost die <laughs> from the the flesh eating bugs, but they revive him at the last second, and then they uh they end up getting to Zoe's house, where everyone is waiting. Yeah. Because they planned a party for Linus's l- last night on the island, mm. and at the party, which is so adorable, Linus and Arthur have their dance. Yeah. To a Nat King Cole record. And while they're dancing, Arthur is whispering the words to Linus. It was so goddamn beautiful. I loved it so much. <laughs> and so after that, after the party's over, it's the middle of the night. They're all walking back to the house. As they're walking back, you know, Linus is, you know, saying his goodbyes and stuff and he ends up carrying lucy to his room and he tells him you know get changed brush his teeth get ready for bed and lucy tells him that he doesn't want him to leave but linus is like i have to go you know i'm an adult i have a job to do and i have responsibilities Mm -hmm. lucy basically says fuck responsibilities yeah lucy basically is like yeah, that's that's stupid, but you can stay here with us. Just don't worry about that. And after Lucy falls asleep, Linus is leaving. He passes all the kids' doors. And he goes downstairs and he sees Zoe and Arthur having a heated discussion. Oh, also, um, Lucy says that the kids know that Arthur oh, that, burns. Yeah. They're like, we know. I don't think he's allowed. To, he's allowed. But we know. Just like we know what you both did when you left the other day. He's one of us, just like you. <laughs> He's one of us. I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, Zoe and um, old dude are downstairs, Arthur. <laughs> old dude? 
<laughs> yeah, oh, Zoe and Arthur are, like, having a heated discussion. And Linus, like, walks up on him and Zoe, like, rushes out. Yeah. And then Linus is like, oh, what was that about? That was that was crazy. And then <laughs> Arthur's like, what do you think it's about? All right. Yeah. Like, we want we want you to stay. Don't be fucking daft. Don't be a daft little bitch. Yeah. Don't be a daft little bitch. Tell Dyke and me fuck them and come stay on this island with us right now. <laughs> stay with us. Stay with us. One of us. One <laughs> of us. <laughs> and Linus is like, uh, you know, you know, I can't do that. I have to. I got to go. I would love to, but I have to go. Yeah. Early the next morning, Linus goes with Zoe, and they meet Merle to get back over the uh, to the train station. <laughs> Merle tries to double the raids, and Linus is just like, shut up, Merle. <laughs> shut up, Merle. Stop this. Zoe's, you know, clearly pissed off with Linus. Oh, Zoe's pissed. She's angry. She's so mad. She is angry, angry. And... He's kind of like, I, I, I get it, but, like, you know, I can't just stay here. And she is basically just like, fuck you, fuck your mama, fuck your rules and regulations. <laughs> All this bullshit. Like, <laughs> how dare you? And she basically is like, you know, you know you want to be here. You know that you, you don't have to go back. But I see you. Yeah. And she leaves. Linus gets on the train. Back to his shitty rainy town. Yeah, <laughs> it's immediately it's immediately raining when he gets back. Yeah, he gets back. The bus is late again. Obviously, it's raining. He's wet. He gets home and he sees his sunflowers died while he was gone. Yeah, and his neighbor Miss Clapper, that old biddy, <laughs> <laughs> paid someone to come pull pull him up, and then she tries to get him to pay for it. Yeah, she's like, I, look, I didn't... I expect to be reimbursed. Shut up. No one told you to do that. Daff little she's bitch. She's like, it, it's... It, <laughs> daff little bitch. She's like, it's, 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 it's messing up the housing market. So we had to take care of that. The next couple chapters are just like, God, he's just slogging through it. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's not doing well. I, I basically wrote just like, home sucks. It's just little vignettes yeah. about how much home sucks and how much he misses. Yeah, it's basically yeah, basically him just being like, "This is this is the worst. I hate everything. This sucks." Work sucks. I know. He also sees that uh, when he when he gets home, as he's like unpacking, he sees that inside there is a brown envelope, which contains a photo of him and Arthur and all the kids that was Aww. that Zoe took on the first Saturday that they went on the adventure. And uh, <laughs> he goes back to work. Literally, no one cares that he's back. <laughs> like, no one, like, mentions it or anything. Uh, except for the dude in front of him. He's like, oh, thank God you're back. Here's all your fucking work that I didn't do. Yeah. He's like, oh, man, I couldn't do all your work, so I just didn't do any of it. <laughs> yeah, so I just didn't do any of it. Linus puts the photo on his desk, even though they're not supposed to have any, like, personalization like personal objects on the desk mm-hmm. and he's like i don't give a fuck i'm gonna have this on here and then miss jenkin walks up to him gives him shit as she always does and he ends up getting 10 10 demerits because he wouldn't take the photo down yeah but he does anyway he does end up taking it down 
but he keeps it in his briefcase. And Ms. Jenkins lets him know that he has a he has another man uh, meeting with extremely upper management the next day, eight a.m. sharp, to talk about his uh, his investigation. He goes <laughs> the next day. He goes up to the fifth floor again. He meets Mrs. Bubblegum. Yeah. One more time, because he is. Say it for me. What? He meets Mrs. Bubblegum because he is Mr. Chico Stick. Good. Oh, my God. I'm not <laughs> doing this. <laughs> um, and he like. I didn't get it last week and I, I don't get it now. Like, I, I get it, but I don't get it, you know? <laughs> Why? She's Mrs. Bubblegum. Shh, don't say it again. Don't say it again. Justin, don't say it again. He's Mr. Chico Stick. You can find us. <laughs> <laughs> he want to done it. Oh, because you're so thick. So I he has want, this meeting I with me. I want to curse this man out. <laughs> I just been wanting to. So, ooh, he gonna, he's so lucky that he's like a 10-minute drive away. I want to just. Hey, but this, you know, this is what they come for. They come for our banter. <laughs> and us just trying to fight each other virtually. Better give you that five finger banter <laughs> oh my god <laughs> about to give you that five knuckle banter you know what i mean <laughs> i hate this i'm put my i'm put my rings on oh my god i have a ring on but it's silicone so it won't hurt no i'm gonna pull out the i'm gonna pull out the the diamonds baby oh oh i can get my clash ring i got a big finger so i'm gonna take manny's that's... clash ring i'm also gonna bring that fucking pewter cup <laughs> <laughs> i have one of those too I can, we can use them as brass knuckles. It's on site. On site? It's I on can't site. believe it. Go ahead. <laughs> so he goes into his meeting with extremely upper management. And <laughs> extremely upper management basically like, what the fuck was that final report? Please explain to me what the final report is. And if you can give us some insight as to, you know, we ask you to be thorough. And... This is what you gave us. He's like, go ahead and read us your, your your final report. His final report basically says, it's my recommendation that the Marseilles Orphanage remain open and that the children therein continue under the tutelage of Arthur Parnassus. It's the whole thing. That's it. <laughs> and, and extremely upper management's like, yeah, what the, f- what the fuck? We asked you to be thorough and all you give us is this? And he's like, well, you sent me there to give you my recommendation on what I think would, should happen to the orphanage. And this is my recommendation. I did what you asked. I don't mm-hmm. know. Like, I don't know. I don't see the problem here. Yeah. And he basically like, they're like this insane, like you got to be objective. And he's like, I remember the name of all of the hundreds of kids that I've observed. Yeah. And he says, do you know the names of the children? In just this orphanage, without looking at the paper. Mm-hmm. And Charles says, uh, well, there's Lucy. Lucy, he's the Antichrist. Yeah, dumb name. It's like, dumb name for a kid. And she's like, well, fuck off, he's six. Yeah, fuck off, he's six. What about the other ones? And he, he starts fucking, he starts doing that meme of the lady where she's like counting off with her hands and just yelling. <laughs> yeah, he's, <laughs> <laughs> he starts going in for his kids, baby. He starts off with Talia with Talia 
and then he goes into it. I don't I don't remember the exact okay. order, but I you got know. he's like he's like Talia, you know, she's a gnome. She's loves the garden, like she's fierce, she's funny, she's brave. There's Fee. She acts like tough, but she just wants a home. Theodore, he can talk, like he chirps, but like if you spend some time with him, you can understand him easily. Chauncey Okay, fair, we don't know what Chauncey is, but like he wants to be a bellhop. <laughs> it's adorable. Uh and then Sal, and he's like, Sal was like literally abused and neglected at like multiple homes. And he's like, yeah, he bit that woman and she turned him into, he, he made her, he turned her into a shapeshifter. She hit him. Yeah, she was going to hit him. She struck a child. And he's like, look, like sometimes if you raise your hand enough, they'll cower, but every now and then they're going to strike back. Yeah. And, and he's like, Lucy, like, yeah, he dreams of death and destruction, but like he also dances and he sings and he like he likes music. And they're like, yeah, but these kids are who they are. They're never going to change. And he's like, fuck that. Like they become what we shape them to be. What we can what like they they become what like we say that they can be. And I don't remember who says who says it, but one of them is basically like well, Lucy is the son of the devil, and he was born with wickedness. And Linus just flat out's like, no, his real dad is Arthur Parnassus. Yeah. No one else. Like, that that's who his dad is. Fuck you. Fuck you. His dad's Arthur, not Satan. Even though his dad's Satan. But it's Arthur, fucker. Uh, Linus, like, ends up accusing Dykemy of... J- being racist basically mm-hmm. and seg- segregating these magical beings and you know setting these rules that basically only harms them instead of doing good he also brings up that they shouldn't be called orphanages they should be called homes yes they're not really fucking orphanages dude like come on yeah also you know they kind of try and bring up that like looks like arthur was out there threatening villagers and Linus is like they were forming a mob they were trying to come to the yeah. island to harm these kids they didn't tell you that part, these did children they? children children they were coming to harm these children I guess they left that out didn't they bullshit <laughs> Charles like after Linus is after Linus like says that they they shouldn't be orphanages they should be homes Charles is like there it is that's the disappointment I was waiting for <laughs> Linus is basically like yeah fuck off Whatever. And then they're like, mm, that's enough. You should leave. We'll consider your recommendation. Yeah. And as he's leaving, Mrs. Bubblegum, she's like, you were, uh, were kind of loud in there. She was fine. She, she messy. And then she just <laughs> runs off and gets on the phone with someone. <laughs> we don't know who. Yeah. But it, we assume that she just calls because when he goes back down there, everyone's like, whisper like hushed like doing their hushed whispers and like mm-hmm. you know just being real messy and when he goes back to his desk he doesn't give a shit about bumping into all those desks he's like look yeah he says fuck he's it. like he said look i got a wagon these desks are too close <laughs> together i'm doing what i gotta do also got his wagon. meeting with extremely upper management was like early in the morning so he gets to his desk he fucking takes that picture back out his briefcase he's like say something yeah he you. does say something bitch say something and Dad, guess what bitch she don't say shit. Gunther over there is furiously. Stupid little I don't give a fuck. Fuck Stupid off, Gunther. Bitch. 
asshole. I ain't fucking with you. <laughs> <laughs> so he ends up coming up with this plan. He's like, all right, bet I'm going to look at all of the cases that I've done and I'm going to go through each one and I'm going to see where these kids are. Mm-hmm. I'm going to see what's happened to these children after I've recommended what should happen to the orphanage. And he hates how he used to write about them. Like he's like yeah. reading his reports and he's like, damn. He's like, fuck. I was, I was gross. Yep. So he, 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 he does that. Like he gets his case files, old case files that he, he wrote. He even, he even gets other people, other caseworkers case files, which is highly illegal. Start smuggling that shit out. Start smuggling I, the shit out. And three weeks after his meeting with extremely upper management, Mrs. Bubblegum comes down to his desk. Who we learn her name is Doreen. Yeah, her name's Doreen, you piece of shit. Mrs. Bubblegum. He Shut missed up. Stop. <laughs> Stop it. Get some help. <laughs> she uh she meets him at his desk. And she gives him a file, and he looks at the file, and extremely upper management took his recommendation, and they're going to keep the orphanage open. Yep. Also, I thought I thought this was kind of strange. She, like, gives him the, the, the file, and then she, I, I don't remember, she, like, whispers something in his ear, but she, like, gingerly kisses him and, and just leaves. Is it a, that's a, honestly, the theme of our podcast is really random slightly inappropriate kisses usually between <laughs> siblings <Yeah>. <laughs> damn it there was no incest in this book <laughs> i'm glad because this is a book about children <laughs> yeah <laughs> look i would uh, love nothing more than a scene where arthur is just railing linus but there's too many kids involved <laughs> too many me. children there's too many kids there's too many children it's not that kind of book it's a beautiful little romance without the sex but without yeah hey tj if you want to do a little bit of like a quick little like give me on the side i gotta sign up for your newsletter give me an on the side like yeah. scene if you if you have a Patreon where you're going to release the, the Linus and Arthur fan fiction, I'll pay. let us know. I will Let pay. us know. Yes. <laughs> we'll Arthur. read it. We'll review it. We'll let you know. Arthur and Linus fan fiction. Oh, yeah. Write that down. <laughs> <laughs> so after he sees that <laughs> the orphanage is going to stay open, he's like, fuck, yeah. He, like, stands up and he's like, what are we doing here? What are any of us doing here? Why are we staying? Why are we perpetuating this? All right, I'm out. Because, <laughs> like, no one, like, agrees with him. No one gives him the time of day. He just does this for himself. And he's like, I did what I had to do. I'm out. Yep. Uh, as he's leaving, Miss Jenkins is like, where do you think you're going? And he's like, I'm going home. Bye. <laughs> he's like man wish i was the kind of dude who would just like burn it to the ground curse everybody out on the way out but he just leaves quietly yeah he just (laughs) he just leaves he grabs his he grabs his picture of uh his his family and he goes home he packs his shit and he gets on a train 
straight straight to the island. Yeah. Miss Clapper, uh, his neighbor, is like, where are you going? He's like, I'm leaving. And she's like, what about your house? And he's like, fuck it. Yeah, he's like, consider it uh, a wedding gift to your, your, your nephew and his new husband or whatever. Yeah. I don't give a shit about this house. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. Uh, so him and him and Calliope get to the station. They get off the train, <laughs> and Linus realizes that no one knows he's coming. Yeah, no one knows I'm coming. I have no way of getting anywhere. I guess I gotta walk to. <laughs> I guess I gotta walk to Marseilles. So it's a long walk. He walks from the train station to the village, and he gets like into the village and he sees Helen watering some plants and at this point he's about to like pass out because he's so tired he's like sweating and Helen's like did you walk here you (laughs) fool what are you doing (laughs) he's he's like uh spontaneity is not really my thing uh no one knows I'm here (laughs) and she's like all right I gotta make some calls you rest for a second I'll be right back and (laughs) she leaves he rests. She comes back in a in a truck, and she's like, "Get in. We're going to the ferry. Let's do this." Mm-hmm. They get to the ferry. Merle is like, "My prices have quadrupled now." <laughs> and Helen's like, "Shut up, Merle. Let yeah. us let us on the goddamn ferry. That would be we so stupid." We don't have time for this. Fucking, I love it how it's always I, just like Merle. Just a reminder: if you don't stop. The ferry is only from the village to the island. So yeah, Merle is no constantly complaining it. it about, like, he's like, oh, damn, my rates have doubled and blah. He's like, Merle, stop alienating. You're literally your only customers. Literally your only. I feel like we talked about this yes. <laughs> in the last episode, too. I'm still on it because it's stupid as fuck. <laughs> Merle's so stupid. Why would you try? Yeah, why would you try to to squeeze more money out of your only clientele? Literally your only client. Merle, we don't need you. This is a courtesy. We have a fucking salt bridge if we want. We have a salt bridge. We don't need your goddamn ferry. We so, like you kind of. So fucking shut up. <laughs> shut up, bitch. <laughs> so they ferry over there and they they get there. Linus lets out Calliope because, you know, now she's home. She can run around the island all she wants because this, this is her home now. Oh, my God. This is, uh, like, the sweetest thing. <laughs> I know. He he goes to the garden, and Talia is digging. And he says hello to her, and she kind of, like, ignores him. And he's, and he's like, Helen told me she was impressed with your garden. And Talia's like, I'm a gnome. I'm good at it, obviously. And he's like, she's like, why are you here? And he said, this is where I belong, and I never should have left to begin with. And she turns to look at him, and she's crying. she says she buried her face in his neck beard tickling his throat i'm gonna bury you right here she sobbed i'm digging your grave just so you know and he says i know i wouldn't expect anything else and he says i have something important to tell you let's go to the house and she says if i don't like what what i hear we're coming right back here and you're gonna climb inside the hole without arguing (laughs) (laughs) what are you doing i'm burying you God, but just imagine just a tiny child just being like, if I don't like what you hear, you're gonna you're gonna get in this hole and you're not gonna say shit to me about it. You're getting in this you're getting in this hole that I dug and you can't say anything. Yeah. 
So Linus follows Talia, and of course everyone knows already. So they're like all there, mm-hmm. just waiting for him. And they're they're real wary. They're real wary, and basically Linus is like, "Hey, I came back. I know I fucked up, but I'm here to stay. If you guys would have me." And Lucy's like, "Give us a second. We gotta talk." And so, you know, they're conversing and whatnot, and eventually they turn around and they they give their uh (laughs) their demands in order for him to stay. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Lucy's like, so no one knows you're here, so we can kill you, and no one would be the wiser. (laughs) And Linus like, yes, though I would like to avoid that if all possible. Lucy says, of course you would. We have conditions though. Talia wants him to help her in the garden, and he has to do exactly what she says. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fee wants him to spend a uh, a day with him, with her and Zoe in the woods. Each month. <laughs> Each month. <laughs> Cha- Chauncey just wants to do his laundry. Yeah. <laughs> because, because he's adorable. And get tips. And get tips. He has, yeah. he has to tip him. Theodore wants all his buttons. Yes. <laughs> Sal says, you have to let us call you Linus. Oh, and he says his eyes stung. He would love nothing more. Lucy. Lucy grins. Grins devilishly. And you have to dance with me. And when I have bad dreams, you have to come and tell me everything will be okay. Lucy, that is not a devilish act. <laughs> that is one <laughs> of the sweetest all. things. Lucy's so like, adorable. Lucy's like, <laughs> now that I have you in my sight, you have to be nice to me. He's <laughs> forcing him to be nice. You have to comfort me when I have a nightmare. <laughs> Nightmares are scary. I've, I've gotten you now, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you daft little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes to all of it, to any of it. For you, I would do anything, Linus says. Lucy's smile faded. He looks so young. Why did you leave in the first place? Oh. Linus hung his head. Sometimes you don't know what you have until it's no longer there. And I needed to be your voice so those far away could hear hear you for all that you are. That was so beautiful of Linus to say. Yeah. And then Arthur's like, hey, kids, go inside. Need to uh, talk, have a word with Mr. Baker. And the kids are like, no, I don't want to do this. This is stupid. And Zoe's like, hey, let's leave the dumb adults do it. We're going to go inside and start dinner, and we're not going to watch them through the windows. And Lucy's like, Tolly's like, oh, yeah, I get it. Let's go make dinner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> and so they they go into the house, and then immediately <laughs> the Linus sees them in the window, like <laughs> trying to hide behind the curtains. Yeah, <laughs> Zoe too. <laughs> yeah, Zoe's also there. And Arthur asks asks Linus what happened. You know why 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 did he come back? Mm-hmm. And he's basically like, I went there. It's essentially what he told. What he told Lucy, he went there to be their voice, and yeah. he didn't want to. He didn't want to come back until he was sure that the orphanage would stay open or the home would stay open, mm-hmm. because you know no one was fighting for for these kids, and he felt so strongly. He grew so attached, and f- this is his family now, and he he feels like he had to do something because no one else was. Yep. 
And <laughs> he also he also tells Arthur that, you know, he did something bad where he, he stole files and stuff. <laughs> and Arthur was like, well, that's not decent at all. I can't believe you did that. Linus tells Arthur that he quit. And Arthur says, why? And he says, because it wasn't where I belonged. Where do you belong, Linus? And with the last of his courage, Linus Baker said, here, with you, if you'll have me, ask me again. Please, I beg you, ask me to stay again. Oh, Arthur asked him to stay. Arthur asked him to stay. And then what? And then what happened? And then what happened? What do they do? What do they and do? Then, and then Arthur kisses the shit out of Linus. Plants one on him real good. Right in his face. Oh, You love God. to see it. Mm. Uh that's the end of the actual book, but then we have the epilogue, ah! which is basically just Linus living with, <laughs> yeah, living with everyone. Uh, it's it's been a year. Helen has been working to make the town more accepting of magical people, and she was also like, "Hey guys, we're gonna be literally like a vacation spot for magical and non-magical people," and the townspeople are like, "Hate this, don't agree." And she was like, "Think about the money," and they were like, "Love money." because <laughs> at this point they're not being paid hush money anymore yep. so they can just go out and fucking be like hey the antichrist is on this island if you guys want yeah talia has not filled in the hole <laughs> <laughs> it's been a year and she still it's... has the hole there and every time linus is like not weeding the way that she wants she's just like mm, look at that hole over there yeah. <laughs> When when Helen arrives on the island, she's like, she tells uh, Linus, she's like, you're dirty. Talia holding you to your end of the bargain, is she? <laughs> and Linus is like, I've got her down to three days a week now. I don't try to go any lower because she has yet to fill the hole that's supposed to be my grave. It's a rather <laughs> effective threat from someone so small. Yep. <laughs> uh, we also find out that Dykemy is under investigation as a result from a... Uh, a whistleblower. Anonymous report. Anonymous, an anonymous report. Not saying it. It was Linus. No one knows. It could have. It could have been whoever. It's a whistleblower. And uh, extremely ever management had to resign. Yep, all of them resigned because their schools are fucking discriminatory, and they suck. There's like a whole new extremely upper management that promises to change everything that is going on. They want to overhaul the entire system. Also, a, a reporter like ends up finding Linus mm -hmm. on the island, apparently. Which this is where we find out about the whistleblower and stuff. It it's it's Linus. <laughs> he, yeah. he tells the, the reporter the entire story. Yeah, because she's like, "Look, there was a whistleblower. Then you like, well, you quit. You came back to this <laughs> island." And then there was a whistleblower report, and you're the only employee. Like, you kind of left in a bit of a... A fashion. A fashion. Also, it, it seems like that from the way that they were talking to the reporter... Excuse me. The way they were talking to the reporter, it looks like Arthur is going to be telling his story about yep. the horrors that he witnessed and endured. And the way that Daikami tried to cover it up. And the way that Daikami tried to cover it up. From there, we find out that Helen has found another child for them. Mm -hmm. He's undocumented. He is staying with some friends of hers. He's 11. His name's David. <laughs> and 
and he's a Yeti. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, that's pretty cool. Dope as hell. Helen shows shows them a picture, and immediately Linus is like, can we, we, we'll take him. We can, like, he can come now if you want. Like, we don't even have to do anything, just bring him. He's good. And Arthur's like, well, he probably prefers it cold, so we can convert the cellar into a cold room for him. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, it's time to let go of the past. Also, so Arthur and Linus are, like, definitely a couple – and apparently, yeah, like, thousand percent. apparently sometimes Zoe will take all the kids for, like, overnights so that <laughs> Linus and Arthur can yeah. what, do what I can only assume is fuck madly. Imagine fucking madly. a phoenix. Ugh, yeah. That's dope. It already, it, it already says that he's, like, warm from the inside out. Ooh, I bet he is. Get yeah. railed by a phoenix. <laughs> Oh, it's just lava. He just he just nuts lava. Mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I hope this doesn't awaken something in me. <laughs> I can't wait for like a week from now. You're gonna you're just gonna be like, I can't stop reading Phoenix fan fiction. <laughs> <laughs> like Maya, stop, please. <laughs> I don't read a lot of um. Actually, I don't read any romance novels that are, like, shifters or, like, magical beings. It's, I, I'm more into, like, contemporary, like, I'm more into, like, contemporary realistic type fiction. But, like, sometimes Guess I'm, like, what? I hear people talk about, like, aliens or, like, um, shifters. And I'm just, like, mm, maybe. Mm, but if it was Arthur. I would, I'm, like, I'm, don't, <laughs> don't ask what I Google, okay? It's none of your business. <laughs> Also, Zoe and Helen are dating. Like, they're being real quiet yeah, about Zoe, it. Yeah, but... Zoe, everybody gay in his book. You love to see it. Be gay. Do crime. Yeah. <laughs> it's also now revealed that Arthur and Linus are trying to adopt the kids. Adopt all of them. Yeah. Including David now. Now that they just learned about him, they're like, we're going to adopt him too. Mm-hmm. And Arthur's like, should we tell the kids? And Linus is kind of wary because he's like, "Well, I don't want to. I don't want to do that yet because Dykemy could still pull some shit because you know, yeah, like we're not married, and they could, you know, take my name off, and it'd be just to eat, like for you." And he's like, "Actually, <laughs> I, we could take care of that right now." <laughs> <laughs> I feel like what Linus was going to say was, "Dykemy might try and pull some shit." Because we're, you know, and then Arthur goes, we're not married. I'm pretty sure Linus is going to say because you're a magical being and they're discriminatory or and also <laughs> gay. Yeah. And Linus is like, and Arthur's like, it's because we're not married. It's Understandable. We're not married. So we should fix that. Yeah, he's like, we should fix that right now. Yeah. And he's like, what? <laughs> and they go downstairs <laughs> and Lucy's already telling everyone. <laughs> That Arthur and Linus are getting married and that they're going to be adopting them. Yeah. And that's how the book ends with a very happy ending. Oh, I loved it so much. Arthur and Linus about to be married. The kids being happy, having a home to stay in. I love this book. And dismantling the patriarchy and the government. Being gay and doing crime. Yeah. Being gay, doing crime. This book was phenomenal. What do you give it? 
oh, this is, you know, I might have to, God, I want to give it a five star real bad. Yeah. I want to give it a five star real bad. I'm giving it a five star. I'm giving it a five star. It was amazing, guys. And it didn't even start, like, it didn't even have the thing where, like, it, it started. Like, I think I was, like, wait. Like, once I started reading this book, I was so invested. Yeah, I think f- from, like, chapter one, the beginning, I was like, all right, I'm down with this. I think what, what really sold me on this book was the well-written children. I think yeah. we've talked about this before, where sometimes, like, a, a kid being in a book is just, like, you've never met a child before in your entire life. <laughs> it's is the six-year-old's talking like a 42-year-old. Yeah. And the the the, the 13-year-old's talking like a four-year-old. Yes. That's not what this was at all. And even, I mean, I think Lucy maybe was like, a, like spoke a little bit too grown, but he's also like. He's also the, the Antichrist. The, yeah, he's got a lot yeah, going on in his so. brain. But like, yeah, like <laughs> just really, really good. And, and the way that they talked to the children, it just, it hit all my boxes. Yeah. Everyone's written really well. All their relationships are written phenomenally. Yeah. Arthur and Linus, beautiful love story. I love that. I'm glad Zoe and Helen got together. That's awesome. I know, that was like, I was like, damn, like, this is like, love that. Um, Yeah, I I would, I highly, really, 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 really highly recommend you guys read this book. Yeah, this is one... That. I think this is one of the only fives I've given. I think I might have given Getaway Girl a five also. I don't remember. You demoting Getaway Girl? No, no, no. I'm not demoting Getaway Girl. Because you've already five. tried to be like, you had to make sure you were <laughs> like, this book was not as good. I am not going to demote it. I did. Okay. I'm not going to say I enjoyed it more, but this was a different type of enjoyment. Mm-hmm. A good all ages. Two book. really good books. Yeah, I think T.J. Klune has some books that are, you know, do have some like sexual content in them. But this is a this, this is a book that I would give to, to to children to read. It's very fun. Yeah, it was fun for all ages. I really want you guys to go out and read this book. Yeah. I can't recommend it enough. It was just a fun time all around. It was. It was a really easy read, even mm-hmm. if we read it in two in two parts. When yeah. I was reading from thirteen to ninth till through the epilogue, it went it was smooth as butter. Flew by. I could I could I couldn't stop reading it because I was just <laughs> so into it. like I wasn't like I wasn't doing shit at work. <laughs> like that's yeah. how much I was like invested in it. They were like, give me money, and you were like, hold on. It's like, wait, I'm reading about gay phoenixes. Yeah. <laughs> Let me leave me alone. So yeah, I just y'all I'm tagging TJ Clune. Loved it. This book was Absolutely phenomenal. Incredible. Do you have a suggestion this week? Uh I do, actually. I was struggling, as I always do, with suggestions. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm bad at it and I always forget until right before we start, and I'm like Fuck, I need a suggestion. I'm going to suggest a video game this week. I don't know if you guys play video games or if anyone plays video games, but if you do, you guys should check out Pokemon Unite. It came out two weeks ago, 
three weeks ago, maybe. Basically, it's League of Legends, but in the Pokemon universe. It's not as complex as League of Legends, but it's just as fun. Um, League of Legends, as everyone knows, super toxic. This is not like that. That I know of. I haven't experienced that from this game, but it's a really fun time. You guys should check it out. Even if you hate League of Legends, I think that you'll like this game because it's just, it's Pokemon, but League of Legends. So it's super fun. You guys should check it out. It's on Switch. It should be coming to like mobile at some point. I don't know if it's on mobile yet, but you guys should check it out. It's a fun time. No alcohol required. Oh, great. <laughs> uh, my suggestion this week, I'm not only a romance novel nerd, but like one of my other like big passions in life is stationery. I've always been like a huge stationery person, paper, pens, things like that. Zebra mild liners are, Justin's holding up his bullet journal. Zebra mild liners are great. If you don't know what zebra mild liners are, they're kind of like highlighters, but they're not like neon color. They're like pretty mild and yeah, they're just like fun to like write with and they don't, they tend to not, at least it depends on the paper that you're using. I don't find that they bleed a ton, but yeah. zebra mild liners make me happy. I would suggest getting some zebra mild liners. You can find them, actually, you can find them at a lot of stores now. Like I've seen them at Target. I've seen them at Walgreens. I've seen them at like Walmart, Office Depot, things like that. Like they're, they're getting more of um more recognition for being some pretty cool like highlighter type pens that yeah. aren't going to make your eyeballs bleed. So I love them. Hell yeah. Uh, can I add something to that real quick? No. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you can find us at. <laughs> um, I recently came across the Sharpie S gel pens. Oh. I'm showing Maya right now. Cool. These are some of the best goddamn pins that I've ever used in my life. That is tough words. I, I will stick by it. I These pins are phenomenal. I use them every day at work, and I have nothing but good things to say about them. You should go out and get some. They're pretty cool. Well. That's it. You can find us on Instagram at what did we just read, Twitter at what did we read, or you can email us at what we re- what we read podcast at gmail.com. If you'd like to read along with us, see what books are coming up, or grab a copy of a book we've already finished, you can check out our book club page on Amazon Book Clubs. Search for What Did We Just Read. If you love us, give us a review, share it with your friends, and we love you listening. We love you guys. We will see you guys next week. And in the meantime, hope you guys have a good yada second. Oh no! <laughs> I forgot to look up units of time. A Hold yada on. second is. <laughs> Hundred thousand million billion trillion quadrillion. It's thirty-one quadrillion seven hundred and nine trillion seven hundred and ninety-one billion eight hundred nine hundred eighty-three million seven hundred sixty-four thousand five hundred eighty-four years. Yada second. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) I want you guys to have a I don't know. I want you guys to have a good 1,600 hours. Oh, fun. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We will see you guys next week. We're going to stop saying what book we're reading next because it's possible that we are going to start recording some episodes 
ahead of time. And I don't want to lie to you. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> we would rather not lie to you. But we'll see you guys next week. We love you. Yeah, we'll see you next week. Big Have a loves. good time. Bye. Bye.